what's going on, man. There is a uh, whole world of issues going on outside your window, outside of your cell phone, outside of social media. Um, everybody seems to be really fired up about the George Floyd situation up in uh, Minneapolis, and um, rightfully so. And not, not just because of his situation, but because of the four other situations that happened all within the same month. You got this global pandemic that's starting to, I guess one would say, die down. And then you see the media shift its attention right to um, the pandemic that has never been solved, the epidemic, uh, the virus um, that infects the hearts and the minds and the spirits of people that are just a different color. I try to... Let me give you some background information. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. What would be the slave hub of the South. So racial tensions have always been a part of my life. And no television. No, no. It's, it's expected. It's so frequent that it's like, you know, you don't even let it ruin your day sometimes. Um, you, you fight against it aggressively. You know, you put people in their place and then you keep moving. And you're frustrated for a bit, rightfully so, right? Um, but I can remember in fourth grade, my teacher's telling me, wow, you can read well. Or um, telling me that there's no way that I got, I, there's no way I got 100 on a spelling test. I went to a predominantly black elementary school with white teachers. And they're telling me no way I got 100 on a spelling test when none of the other kids, the two or three whites in the class, got 100. And uh, made me stand up in front of the class, searched me for anything that would suggest I was cheating, made me empty out my pocket, hold my tongue out, the whole thing, right? So, um, these are f- very few, you know, been called boy and all that, you know, my whole life, and it's, and we moved from that place. Martin Luther King was uh, assassinated, or the assassination attempt happened in Memphis. Um, my grandfather was a Black Panther president, okay, and um, he was killed by police officers in the city of Memphis. Um, it, there, there, it's not enough that I could say to, to show you that I come from a very diverse background. You know, I, I, I lived in Japan um, when I was younger and for the summers with my dad. I've traveled most of the world. Um, I've, I've tried to visit almost every continent and I have uh, one more to go, two more to go, two more to go. And so for me, I see these issues from a different perspective and to understand perspective I would ask you to watch Queen and Slim the movie a lot of theaters didn't want to show it because it was supposed to be too controversial right but then you look on the news and you can watch a person getting killed a cop with his hands in his pocket smiling and casually killing a man until there's no life being felt on the underside of his knee. And then once the guy's completely dead, he still leaves his knee there. And then they load him up onto a gurney and then they ship him out already dead. And then they high five and walk off. And then you have a president that's, um, who seems like his whole agenda has been to pretend to unite while secretly supporting neither side but suggesting that he's going to defend the rights of one side if the other side acts up. He makes comments that are so... They, they, they incite violence. They incite riot. So 
Twitter had to <laughs> censor the president. So you have this person in a position of power that is looking to support the side of the oppressor without ever addressing how he will correct this wrong. We are living in very tough times. But I would hate for the objective to be accomplished by the evildoers that are looking to divide. See, the problem is a lack of unity, not just amongst the people, but around certain issues. Some things have to be viewed as right and wrong. Killing a person for a nonviolent offense in black and white ink has to be written as wrong. The penalty for killing someone who is not armed, who has committed a nonviolent misdemeanor, ha- the, 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 the laws punishing that person has to be concrete. So when this situation happens, no rioting, no looting needed. We all as the people know that the cop that was stupid enough to do that is going to lose his life in prison or get the death penalty or get some type of the people that are meant that are meant to be protected by the cops have to feel like the cops are not above the law because they are meant to enforce the law. The people that pay the salaries of the cops should not be afraid of the cops. The people, not the white people that are meant to feel like the cops are on their side, not the black people that have to pay taxes and feel like the cops are going to victimize them if anything pops off. Let me explain something to y'all perspective. Now, I, I own and operate a business, right? It's called the dojo, okay? I was working out outside in the distance. There's woods behind my studio. I heard six gunshots. I'm imagining it was a six-shooter revolver. And um, it was pow, 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 pow. Just like that. Not knowing if it was someone in the woods having to kill an, an, an animal trying to attack them. I called the cops. When I called the cops, I didn't want to give the cops my name. I didn't want to give the cops my number. I wanted the cops to know in this general area, there were six gunshots heard and the pattern that I heard them in. And that is it. I told the neighboring business owners and they, they, did they ever call you back? No, I didn't want them to call me back. Why? Because I don't want to be involved in any way. I don't want to be a scapegoat in any way. I don't want to be used or abused or victimized by a system that seems to be out to target black males trying to be the good guy calls the cops now the cops got questions for me I don't want that situation right because you never know in these times so I want to do the right thing but I want to stay out the way it's so sad you know it, it, when, I, when I go back to unity it is a requirement for a successful society People have to be united on certain issues. People have to be united amongst each other. 
you got black people that are saying he should have done this. He should have done. You got white people that are saying he should have done this. He should have done that. You got white people that are smirking. You got black people that are angry. Those are four different perspectives. We call the one the Uncle Tom. We call the other one the white privilege. We call the other one the white racist. We call the other one the black supremacist, the black panther, the black racist, right? The black pride person. But the truth is, it is not the white cop that killed the black man that is the issue. The issue is the man who lost his life undeserving, flat out. Now, the pattern, the greater issue, is the pattern that we're seeing the white cops kill the black man and we see the Latino cop kill the black man and we see the white cop kill the Latino man and then we see the white cop do everything in his power to not harm a armed and dangerous white man we see the white cop do everything in his power the Latino cop do everything in his power to not harm the armed and dangerous white man as if they're meant to protect the white man even when the white man is wrong and let the law sort them out but they are the law and they sort out the blacks that get out of line that's a major issue but people that are hating other people because of an issue that has nothing to do with the people that they're hating are wrong I don't, I don't speak on a lot of these uh, issues like this not because I don't feel them I could just tell you, based on where I'm from, based on what I've experienced, I, I stay. I, I don't even like to look at the videos because this stuff is not new to me. This stuff hurts to see every time. I struggle to not get numb to it. And sometimes I watch it just to make sure that I'm not completely numb to it. Because what is going to be done about it? Until people change their hearts and minds around the issue. I can't go around hating white people because one white cop amongst a hundred other white cops over the last, you know, just say the last year and a half have executed an undeserving, non-violent African-American male and the circumstances are irrelevant because we see a guy in the car with his wife and his daughter get executed after telling the cop that he had a gun that was he had the right to have cop executed Guy selling loose cigarettes, executed. Woman on a routine traffic stop, murdered. Kid walking to the store with his cousin, murdered. The list goes on and on. A guy afraid to get killed by the cops gets out of his car, runs, just runs, shot and killed in the Carolinas. You add George Floyd to the list. The problem continues to exist. Without the change of the heart and the mind, the racism will continue to persist. You look at the cops with the history of these behaviors. Nothing is being done to take them off the streets. 
you don't fire the guy, maybe you give him a desk job, you know, because he um, is shown that he's unfit to fairly handle uh, situations that arise between uh, the civilians. He favors or victimizes one group of civilians over the other. So he's not fit to be in law enforcement. Like I was saying before, I can't go around hating all white people. More white people support my business than, than black people. But I have black people. I have Indian people. And, and I have Pakistani people. And I have Mexican people. And I got white people. By the majority, I have the white people because the white people are the majority. So what would I look like walking around angry at the white people that support my business, my way of life that had nothing to do with the hmm, I could be frustrated that they show no sensitivity to it and act like this never happened because that is a part of the problem but that serves me, that doesn't serve me at all, you know what I mean? But the issue does need to be addressed. I went to Lifetime yesterday. Two black guys sitting down. They see me walk in. And they do the thing that black people typically do when they see black people that they don't know. They don't say what's up. They look off. I don't know that name. You know what I mean? That's that's the attitude. And so I'm wrapping my hands. I'm about to box. And uh, I walk over after I finish wrapping my hands. I go, you guys know about the George Floyd thing? And they go, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's crazy, it's crazy, you know. I interrupt them. I didn't even... I said, do you guys share anything on your social media about the George Floyd thing? One guy said, no, I haven't, I haven't shared anything. I've done a lot of research on it. And the other guy says, yeah, I, I shared a... I shared a and, and I said, okay, I just, I didn't care for them going to it. I said, you can't be so fired up online that you're sharing it and you're talking about it and you're pretending to be caring about it so much. But then when you see your own brother walk in the door, you don't even have the decency to say hello. You can't be united on a social issue online because you, just like the other people, are sharing quotes and memes and other people's words and thoughts about this terrible situation. And then your heart is still this dirty and as hard towards your brother in real life. White people that are sharing and quote, I appreciate y'all because y'all are bringing it. You're bringing attention to the issue, to the privileged people that you might also know. But the problem is white people that typically care about this kind of stuff, you know, they associate with people that typically care about this stuff. So I'm, I'm wanting the white people that don't typically care about this stuff to share it with the people that don't typically care about this stuff. Because if, if, I'm, if I'm black and all the people that follow me, or most of them, 80% are black, and I'm sharing it with them, trust me, that, that whole 80% knows about this. And the 20% of white people that follow me, if, if I know them all, they probably also know about this. 
But we need the whole country to be outraged and not in a sense where, oh, we're going to go and loot, you know what I mean, and tear up businesses and set everything on fire because that's not the right way to handle it either. I understand that you're hurt. I understand that you want something to be done by, but that's not the right way to handle it. Because you've got an idiot in office that is looking for any reason to use the military, weaponize the military against people that are hurting instead of using his power to do something to heal the people that are hurting, to hold the people that are guilty for murdering a man accountable. No, let's not do that. Let's show the people that are looting and stuff that we won't stand for that. We will accept another innocent black man murdered. We will not allow you to show your hurt or, or anything like that. So you need to hurt in silence and hope that the law comes in. And the law is who killed this man. The law is who caused this problem. The law is almost the issue. I challenge each and every person to change their hearts towards each and every person. It is easy to look at a person with a Trump supporting hat on right now and say, you effing idiot. How could you possibly show support for this person with this character at this point in time they're like trying to blatantly slap you in the face without moving their hands you know so easy to be upset but that's what they want you to be but if you expose their ignorance share with them A perspective that they do not, that they pretend to not know and they pretend to not care about. And maybe they've made their life such a way that they don't um, involve themselves with issues and, and things that have nothing to do with, you know, their, their cause. And, and I, I understand that. But if you do the thing that's not easy to do in a time where it's easy to do the thing that's easy to do society will benefit greatly and all it takes is for you to take a deep breath and instead of using that energy to hate the person that wants you to hate them ask them how could you wear a hat like that right now in a non-threatening tone ask them are you aware of the comments that Trump just made around an innocent man being murdered. Non-violent. Non-threatening. Eye-opening. And their ignorance will, will be put on display. Don't hate your brother. I use this analogy all the time when I'm talking about racism. I have a black dog, right? He's literally the color black. I don't, his spirit, his race <laughs> is his breed. You might have a golden labradoodle. You might have a schnoodle, schneizer, shih tzu. You might have a Maltese. You might have a, a Yorkie. You know, I don't know. You might have a Great Dane. 
But if one dog comes out of a litter and he's brown and the other dogs are black from the same litter due to their genetic pulling, what what does it matter? Those dogs are still brothers and sisters. They still have a code amongst each other. They still want to sniff each other's butt. They still want to pee on everything to mark territory. They have certain behaviors that they do. All dogs breed irrelevant, have certain behaviors that they do that communicate certain things in their own dog-like manner. Some dogs have different behaviors in their nature. You know, they're more alpha and, and it's, it's, it's a difference for sure, you know. But most dogs are not like that. Dogs become the way they are trained. That is a fact. Your dog acts the way he was trained. Your kids will act the way that they were trained to act. It is the training that makes the dog what he is. So let's train ourselves and the generation that comes after us to be better than we are because the generation that came before us is terrible. I was in an all-white fraternity for like a semester and a half. The amount of racism that I experienced in that all-white fraternity, and for me, it was more like a social experience, a social experiment to see what happens. God essentially placed me in that fraternity and gave me a high-ranking position. And the racism came shortly after. But they had learned to be that way, and I handled it like I had learned to handle it. I have no tolerance for racism. You get punched in the mouth for saying the wrong word. In my opinion, you deserve it. But at this point in time, with everything that's going on in the country, one thing is affecting our health physically. And this other thing is affecting our spirit, mind. So there's an attack on all fronts, body, mind, and spirit. Don't let hate in your heart. Wash your hands and protect yourself from the virus. Don't let hate in your heart. Wash your hands and protect yourself from the virus. Wash your heart, wash your mind as well. Protect yourself from the virus of hate. I love y'all, man. Peace.